0: Alright y'all, welcome back to episode, I have to check, I actually don't know, 21, 21, oh it's 2021, ha <laughs> I'm so funny, um, yeah, so it has been a while, it has been a hot minute, um, I literally, remember I said guys, keep your expectations low of me, I am the worst, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm not gonna give an excuse. My bad. We'll get into all of that. You know, we'll get into that. Um, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying healthy. Um, I hope everything is going well and okay and good. Um, it's finally spring. That's something to celebrate. If you live in a place that doesn't have seasons. I don't want to say doesn't have seasons. If you live in a place that's hot year-round... Um, I guess it's not really spring, but if you don't, if you live in a place that has the worst winters and just really just the winter just really fights back, then you feel me on this one. Anyway, let's just, I'm rambling, let's just, let's just play the intro music. feel so nice to be back. I, I honestly really miss this. I just, life has been crazy. Nothing, nothing too major. It's just a lot of things happening and I'm at a point in my life right now where not a lot of things, I don't want to say a lot of things are ending or beginning, just I'm in like a weird transition phase where I'm moving on to a bigger, you know, like the next step in my life, but I have to prepare you know, I just want to give too much detail, but, like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just that awkward stage where, like, you're preparing for something to end, but it's not quite ending, and you're preparing for new beginnings, but it's not quite there yet, so it's just a lot of things going on. I'm just very busy, and I'm sorry. I really neglected this. I didn't even open the Anchor app because I just genuinely felt bad. I was like, if I open it, I'm gonna feel even worse. The thing is, it's I think I've talked about this before. Maybe I haven't. Let me just go to a quick little quick little sidebar. It's harder, I feel like, when something is just, you, like, you self-lead it because there's no one to keep you accountable. I mean, with my, like, other things I do, you know, I'm always answering to someone, which is, like, a good thing in the sense where I know I... If I don't, or if I don't meet this deadline or if I don't do this, I'm affecting so many of the people around me and people are counting on me. But in this case... I mean, it's just me sitting alone in a room at 12 in the morning at midnight, you know, and, like, I want to, and since it's, like, a podcast also, I feel like that's, that connection is, like, a little harder, so it's just, it was a whole combination of things, but this doesn't matter. You don't care about that. Important thing is we're back. We're gonna do this. I'm so excited to be back there. I feel like so much happened. I was looking back, um, I have, like, this notebook, for every episode, like, the same notebook, just different page, um, where I write down, like, topics I want to talk about, and the, like, different segments, sometimes I plan out, sometimes I don't, I just write things down, um, and I looked, I looked at the last episode that I had written things down for, and we were talking about driver's license, and, like, that feels like a decade ago at this point, I feel like so much has happened, Um, I just, I don't know, I feel like March, I feel like, here's the thing, right, March is, like, that in-between month where it's not really spring yet, I know I just said it's spring, but it's, like, not really spring yet, and it's not really, like, summer yet, and it's, like, still getting over the winter, it's, like, March is, like, the forgotten month, like, it's just kind of there, um, I did have my birthday this month, ooh, looks like I'm so old now, um, yeah, I had my birthday, we didn't, I mean, you can't really do, that's the thing, like, you can't really do much. Everyone's like, what did you do? I'm like, I really didn't do anything. All I requested was like, I was like, I don't even want gifts, I don't want anything, I just want food. Isn't that sad? Or it's not sad, that's a great way to live your life. I was craving sushi for some weird reason. This is the other thing. I feel like I have so much to catch you up on. Like, this is crazy. I started recently, this is like only a recent thing, I started craving things that I don't like. Is that happened to people? It's just like where I was like, wow, that sounds so good. Blueberries. This is a weird one. I hate blueberries. I hated blueberries. I still don't like blueberries. I think they're just pockets of mush, little balls of mush, and they don't have much flavor. And like most of them are like mushy. They're not even like crisp. I don't know. I'm just not a fan. But then for some reason, I was craving blueberry pancakes. I make pancakes a lot, guys. I'm a, I'm a pancake kind of gal. And I was like, that just sounds really good. And then I made them, and my life has forever changed. I don't know what I was doing with my life. Because what happens is when... It's almost better than... I don't want to say better than chocolate, because you know chocolate. But, like, blueberries, when they get warm, they explode into these little pockets of, like... Almost, like, juicy jam. I mean, it's a fruit, so that makes sense. Like, when you cut into it, it's just, like, piping warm. Like, these little pockets of tartness just burst with the sweet. It's just... Is it sad that I've been talking about food for this long? No. I think it's a great way to live life. I was craving that. Um, I saw this- Someone said this combination was good. It was cucumbers and peanut butter. I'm a big peanut butter person. I eat spoonfuls of that stuff just, like, down the hatchet, like, one after the other. And for all the people who are like, natural peanut butter is better- um okay yes natural peanut butter may be healthier for you but if i'm gonna eat peanut butter it's gonna be skippy it's gonna be sweetened peanut butter it's gonna be the good stuff okay it's gonna be the good stuff so i heard someone say they put cucumbers and peanut butter together so i tried it because i'm like that kind of sounds good i feel like the crispiness with like the creaminess of the peanut butter but it it was just like it felt like they didn't really meld together it was just like two foods put in my mouth and it didn't really do anything for me which I know no one has probably had that problem. Let me just eat cucumbers and peanut butter. Because that sounds disgusting. But. I feel like I'm rambling so much. I just have so much to say. Pickles and pickles and peanut butter are a thing. Aren't they? Right? That's like a thing that people put that on sandwiches. Oh wait. I used. To, oh. Let me tell you guys. I don't know if I've mentioned this before. Okay. But I, when I was younger. I used to be a little chub chub. Which is great. You know. She really enjoyed her life. Um. And this is something, also, oh wait, this is, you know we're just going to delve into childhood stories right now, okay? So, my parents didn't allow us to watch, like, Disney Channel, um, when we were younger because, um, they just didn't, like, kissing, you know, it's like you're younger and, like, I know someone, one of my, like, older friends, like, she said her parents didn't allow her to watch Disney Channel because, like, the kids are really sassy to their parents and it, like, wasn't a good example. So, yeah, while I love my Disney channel. I eventually started watching, like, Hannah Montana and, like, High School Musical. Oh, love. We love. If you know, you know, you know? But I grew up watching HGTV, which is, if you don't know, it's, like, a... I don't know how to describe it, like, a home show. It's, like, House Hunters is on there, like, Fixer Upper, like, a bunch of, like, house renovation-type shows and realtor kind of shows. I grew up on that and Food Network, and I honestly can attribute Food Network was how I learned to cook. I mean, it was how I learned to cook and it's crazy because I it literally just watched, I was watching it, I guess, so much that I just learned and like I know the names of random things that I shouldn't know the names of. I don't know, I grew up on Food Network and HGTV, which was the best way to grow up. I mean, can you ask for more? And I remember very specific memory I have We were watching Diver, Drivers, and Dives, which, if you don't know, is, like, with Guy Fieri. You probably- I feel like- if you don't know his name before, I've seen him before. He's, like, he's, like, bleach blonde hair. He goes to, like, the best restaurants in the country and just, like, watches them cook and, like, eats their food. It's kind of the best job in the world. Let's- let's be real here. Um, you get paid to eat and, like, eat the best food? I mean- I mean, can you ask for more? I don't think so, but anyway- he visited this food truck, I think, that put chips on their sandwich. And when I saw that, it changed my life. I was like, chips on a sandwich? I mean, let's let's take a quick little, little try at that. So I made this sandwich that I called the Everything But The Kitchen Sink Sandwich. And I haven't eaten it in a while. A while meaning it's probably been at least, I want to say at least 10 years since I've eaten it. But it's, I still think it's if I do so say myself, genius level sandwich making. People may think it sounds gross, but I think it's the best. I really hope I haven't said this before in a podcast because if you have, if you have said it before, I'm sorry. I'm just very passionate about my sandwiches. I'm a big sandwich girl too. But, okay, so you take bread, obviously. White sub rolls weirdly are the best on this, but like any bread will do. wheat. I mean, if you're going to enjoy this kind of sandwich, you might just, might as well go for the, for the refined carbs, um, so white, white bread, one side put butter, other side you put peanut butter, sweetened peanut butter, sweetened peanut butter preferably, okay, butter and peanut butter, then you put ketchup and relish, and like a, probably like a tangier, sweeter relish, and then you put ham and cheese, and then you put chips of your choice, tortilla chips are not the best on it, it could work, but like, Lay's sour cream and onion. Lay's potato- just like potato chips. Salt and vinegar would probably be really good on it. Maybe barbecue. I think barbecue you could get away with. Put that on a sandwich. Oh, it's so good. Because you get this- you get that little touch of sweetness from the peanut butter, which works great with like the tanginess, vinegariness of the um, ketchup and the relish, and then you get, like, that savory, fatty ham and cheese, and then you get the crunch, it's just, like, all the flavors wrapped up together in one, so good, I, I mean, should I be in Mensa? No, I'm just kidding, but so good, if you haven't tried it, I really highly recommend it, it's definitely not, like, the healthy way to go, but it's the good way to go, and, the thing is, the chips won't get soggy because you have, like, the ham and the cheese, which isn't melted. I guess you... I wouldn't recommend melting it, but... So, it, like, protects it from the sauces, so it doesn't get... So, it's crispy. It's, like, crunchy and crispy all the way through. I mean... Are we surprised? No. It's... It's so good, guys. It's... So, I know it sounds disgusting. People are like, that sounds disgusting. I'm like, no. I, I think it's... I think it's the best way to go. Let's Let's be real here. Um, yeah. So, I've been... <laughs> This is just, like, an update on what I've been eating. Um, blueberry pancakes, the bomb. I- yeah, blueberry pancakes, the bomb. I'm trying to think, is there anything else weird that I've been eating? I can't really think of anything. Okay, but here- okay, I don't know if this is, like, a parent thing, or maybe it's just, like, my family thing. Maybe it's just a me thing. But if I'm having- Okay, wait. Let me let me let me back up for a second. I eat cereal a lot. I eat it. I think it tastes best. I've said this before. I think it tastes best at two a.m. when you're staying up late and you get hungry because you had dinner like six hours ago because you've been up for so long. Cereal at two a.m. tastes the best. I'm a big Cheerios gal, or a Honey Bunches of Oats, which are like the most boring cereals, but they're the best. And I actually. Back to like, you know, being a kid. Um, I don't know if you guys know the cereal. This wasn't like the pop in cereal, like, of course Lucky Charms was good. Cinnamon Toast Crunch was good. It was my favorite. But I don't know if you guys know the cereal crave. My mom would buy this and it would be gone in two days. It was between me and my sister. It's ridiculous. It's basically like um I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a graham crackery outside, kind of, and then the inside is chocolate. But it's the chocolate is so good with like cold milk and then you get the crunch of the outside but the creaminess of the chocolate on the inside and then eventually gets a little soggy and then it's like chewy and mushy and uh so good I haven't eaten that probably in like 10 years as well but um anyway back to my cereal debate also if you put milk in before your cereal i'm sorry i don't think we could be friends uh that just seems a little suspicious to me i never understood that because think about it if you're putting in milk then the amount of cereal you're gonna put on is always gonna be way less than you need because cereal like floats right so you're gonna put it and then you're gonna then you're gonna eat all your cereal and you're gonna have so much milk to left and then you have to put more cereal in. it just seems like so much work if you put cereal first and then milk as the topping, you get the right amount, your cereal gets the perfect amount of wetness, it's not overly mushy, and it, it's just, it's just perfect, it's just perfect, but anyway, see, I'm like so rambling, I don't even know why I started talking about cereal, like that's, it's fine, I, I'm, I'm totally fine with that, oh yeah, this is why I talked about, this is why I was saying my family's kind of weird, because, so usually after dinner, I'll have like a bowl of cereal, you know, quick little dessert. I'm a big believer in dessert. Yes, have the dessert. Um p- my parents will put they'll eat their whatever they're eating, which is usually like rice and like curry or something. Then they'll put the cereal in the same bowl. I'm sorry. I'm excuse me if I don't want chicken and spice in my cereal flavoring my cereal. It might just be a thing they don't want to waste dishes, but I feel like if I'm going to eat something, I want to eat it right. I don't want to eat it, like, in a dirty bowl. <sighs> Does that, is that just a me thing? Or do people do that to save dishes? Or do... I feel like it's not even saving that much water. I mean, is it? I, I don't really think it is. Is that just, like, an our family thing? Or is it, like, a parent thing? I feel like it might just be a parent thing. I don't know. I They'll sometimes even put, like, if we have dessert, like, say it's, like, I don't even know, some special occasion and we have cake or pie or something, they'll just like put it on their plate that they just ate food on, it's like, no, you gotta put it on a separate plate, gotta get yourself a glass of milk, eat that boy up, I don't know, that just seems, all of that just seems kind of suspicious to me, um, yeah, I, I don't know how we got on this tangent of food and childhood reminiscing on childhood, but I'm I'm not mad at it, I'm not mad at it. Okay, to go in a completely different direction than what we were just talking about, this is actually something I was talking about with um, another friend of mine, and I don't know if we talked about this before, um, I think maybe we've talked about it in a different way, but it, it just keeps coming back for some reason, and I, I don't know, I just feel like I need to talk about it again, I don't know. Okay, so today, um, Addison Rae, who's, like, this really famous TikToker, I don't really follow her that much, so I don't really know too much about her, but she released a new song today, and she doesn't sing in regards to, like, uh, she's not, like, I don't know, I don't know if you guys know all these famous TikTokers, Dixie D'Amelio, who, like, Straight out of the gate, when she got famous, she was like, Oh, I've been singing for a long time. She posted videos like when she was singing when she was like really young and put out a bunch of music and she's like branded herself as a musician slash TikToker. This girl, Addison Ray, like people loved it in the fact, in the sense that she didn't put any promotion for her music, she just said, I'm dropping a single today, like, hope you guys listen to it. Like, everyone's like, What she sings, like, blah blah blah. And we talked about her before because, um. If you remember, they're doing a remake of this movie from the 2000s. I believe it's, like, He's All That or She's All That. It's one or the other. I don't remember. Um, And they're doing, like, a role reversal, like, a gender reversal. And they're, like, reviving the movie with He's All That or She's All That. Like, the vice versa, like, the opposite of that. Um, And they have her as a star. And I was talking about earlier how, like, now with social media becoming a new like form of being a celebrity um people are using that to get more promo for their movie and I I think this is with any fame like with people who try to capitalize on their fame whether it's through clothing or perfume or a book or a merch or you know anything like that they weren't famous for that so so they're just kind of capitalizing off of it it's taking chances I guess away from people who are actually like trying to pursue music or acting or whatever it may be but I mean there's no good solution to the problem if you can even call it a problem because I mean I'm sure if you were famous you'd probably do the same I mean if uh Penguin Publishing approached me for doing a book when I was like an Instagram influencer. I mean, like, why would you say no? You know, it's it's like that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, you know, she just released a song, and I was like, okay, like, she, I mean, she didn't really sing before. So it kind of seems like one of those same situations in the sense where, you know, I have all of these followers. I think she's like a hundred, not a hundred, she probably has like 50, at least 50 million on Instagram, I think. Something close to that. I know she's like the second most followed person on the app. So she has a lot of followers. Um, it's, like, one of those situations where it's, like, oh, I'm famous, I want to capitalize off of that and and get as much as possible, and so, like, my thing is, it's not just her specifically, I'm just using her as, like, an example, I mean, there's tons of, I think it's more prevalent, honestly, in Instagram influencers who get famous off of, you know, maybe looks or a a certain photo or, which is there, like, it's totally, like, that's fine, I'm not saying there's an issue with that, I'm just saying, like, you know, for someone getting famous off of Instagram versus for, like, photos or, like, looks versus someone getting famous off of a movie, I mean, they're two different, completely two different things, you know, one person's getting famous for um, just a physical, like, appearance and the other person's getting famous for their talent or caliber, I'm not saying one is better than the other, I'm just saying, I just find it, maybe I'm, I'm totally the minority or totally in the wrong here, but I never understood people who went and bought um people's like products or like Instagrammer's products <sighs> the reason is is because if my favorite Instagrammer or YouTuber, let's just say YouTuber, my favorite YouTuber came out with a perfume and you know, I see that one, and I also see a perfume from, let's say, Calvin Klein. I'm going to choose the one that's from Calvin Klein. It's a stupid example, but what I'm saying is, like, that is a reputable brand, a reputable, has been around for a long time, like, people know of it, but in that, in the, in the case of the YouTuber, Instagram influencer, you're buying that product because, it has that person's name attached to it rather than the product itself. I mean, even with, like, I think Tana Mojo, who's, man, Mojo, I don't really know, who's a YouTuber. She's very, like, um, unapologetically herself, I think is the best way to put it. Um, her, she had vodka and it, like, sold out, I think, in, like, 10 minutes or something like that. Like, are people, do people f- love a person that much that they're gonna buy their things blindly is my question and maybe I'm, like, completely missing a perspective or a point, but, I mean, there's people that I love that, like, I follow or, like, I know of, and I don't think I still would buy their product, um, I don't think I still would buy their product because, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's my money. I I mean, it's your money, you can do whatever you want with it, but I'm saying it's my money and I don't want to waste it on something that might not be that good or, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes sense. So... But I think this is, this, see, this is the thing, right? It's someone's own product versus a sponsored product. A sponsored product, I feel like I'm more willing to buy because it's the company that they're endorsing versus their own company, which maybe is not a big difference in some cases, but I think in others, it just, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, everyone I talk to or, like, know of wouldn't, maybe it's just the age group I'm in, it could be that, um, I just never understood that, because, I mean, that person is not, I'm not saying Addison Rae is not a a good singer, I don't know, maybe she's been singing her life and no one knows. I'm just going to use her example specifically for hypothetical reasons, but, I mean, if she wasn't a good singer and she just put out a song, I mean, putting out music is like the, it's been kind of like a joke now in terms of, youtubers and instagram influencers putting out music because it's become such the natural second step um to dip your toe into into the music world because now it's no longer oh you're so good like let's get famous it's now i mean it's now more about the look the appearance of the person before their talent i mean you precede your 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 skill set now, which I think is, you know, honestly due to the um, rise of social media, because now you can see everyone that you're up against. It's no longer, oh, these are, I mean, I'm only up against the people in my town, the people in my states. I'm against literally everyone, because everyone has that at the tip of their fingers, which I think is why, honestly, The Voice got famous, because, I mean, if you don't know The Voice, it's like a singing show where the judges can't see the person, unless they turn around, which they can only turn around if they say that they want that person on their team. But then again, there's so much corruption on all those shows because you have to go through so many auditions before you even get on to the, uh, before you even get on to auditioning in front of the judges. And judges will send out people who are bad and like people who are not very good in order to make better TV. So again, it's all like a selfish, there's no genuinity, is that even a word? You guys, you guys know what I'm saying. In that, and so, I mean, but then, here's the thing, right, like, Addison puts out a song, and then everyone's like, I love it, like, I love her, she's the best, like, i gonna been listening to this 500 times, versus, I mean, if a small artist put out a song, uh, a small artist put out a song, it's like, you don't know her, so why would I like the music, you know, but I guess, you know, just to be devil's advocate here for a second, on the other hand, if I know it's from a TikTok or if I know it's from a YouTuber, I'm less inclined to like it. I mean, that that could... Be, that, that's another thing. Um, I mean, but here's the thing. You hear those people sing live and it's like, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not in any place to judge anyone else because, I mean, I don't have the authority or the, bu- the backs, the skills to back that up. But I'm just saying in general. I'm not specifically saying her. It's just... It's crazy because now we're selling an image, we're not selling, I mean, we're not selling depth, to be quite honest with you, I mean, it's the same with books, let's be real, I think books is even a better example than this, I mean, now, if you, anyone can get published, in terms of, like, anything that you write, anything that you say is published on the internet, whether it's a tweet, an Instagram post, um, a TikTok, in a mere matter of seconds, versus books that are traditionally published, where you have to go firstly someone has to pick up your manuscript that's the first thing then you go through editing you go through like so many different things and then it finally gets published until it's it's at the highest level that it could possibly possibly be i mean that even goes with i mean when you're on the internet now uh it's crazy in terms of how far we've come with the internet and stuff I mean, if we're doing a research project or, like, a student's doing a research project, they don't... The first thing they do isn't going to the library. The first thing they do is search up online. I mean, and that that's where, like, false information comes in because there's no one to... There's no one... What's the word? Regu- regulating it. There's no one regulating it anymore. Um, yeah, so it's it's just crazy. Going back to my point, I'm sorry if I'm talking in circles, guys. I just... I'm very confused on this topic. I just don't... I feel like I have a stance, but I also don't know what to think or uh, I'm just like who is buying who is buying the bookmarks the mugs that you're selling that say um I'm perfect in every way who's buying that over you know over I don't know who's buying I just I'm sorry if I'm being mean it's I'm not trying to be I'm really not trying to be mean because I'm sure there's valid reasons for it Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there's valid reasons for it, but I just don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a hard thing to grapple with because we're living in a time where, I mean, this is the most unprecedented time we could be living in because not only is virtual, like, stuff and, like, media and technology advancing so fast, like, we don't know the effects it's having on us, like, there's not enough data yet, um, we don't know what screens, how screens are affecting us, we've never seen anything like this before, so it's hard, it's hard to, to grapple, I think, with all of this, just, yeah, anyway, before I ramble, that's all I have to say, if you have, if, if I'm missing something, please let me know, I love to learn more about just in general. I just want to hear people's opinions and thoughts like yeah. Yeah. Ugh, anyway. Y'all know, I did not forget about the advice portion of this podcast. I mean, what would we be if we didn't give a little unsolicited advice? Um yeah, usually I go on like the Reddit. I think it's like the relationship forum or thread or whatever, and I look to see you know, the juicy the juicy little situations. But I found this when I was randomly reading a news article a while back. Not a while back. I think a while back meaning, like, yesterday. Um, And I took a screenshot because I thought it was really interesting. So, let's get into that. Um, I think I should probably disclaim this person did not send me anything. They didn't ask for me to give advice, but I'm going to give it to them. So, here we go. Um, Oh, it's, like, also from one of those things. Like, you know in the newspapers where, like, people can write in being, like, dear blah 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 like sincerely anonymous from like like the columns in the newspaper i think this is where that's from anyway my dad and his girlfriend have been together for over five years during all of my teens she started with a nice guy and i'll see my dad most weekends but after the honeymoon stage she postponed talking to me and virtually ignored me my dad even told her about this she also did minor things like tampering with some of my stuff last year i talked to him about it then he talked to her and she lit me a gas she lit me a gas lamp I think she gaslighted me. (laughs) That's so funny. She gaslighted me. I asked him to put his children first only once. He agreed, but did nothing about the situation. I'm very depressed about it, and I keep breaking down about it. My grandma said that when I push her away, I also push my dad away, so I should stop being strict with her. Grandma knows what she did. I just want someone to do something with my feelings in mind. I did what was advised and explained everything to my dad, but he doesn't act. I'm his kid, but I feel like I'm at the end. Um... Okay, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a lot to take in. I think this is, I think this was accidentally, um, what do you call it? I think this person, like, t- this is not from the original website, so I feel like someone accidentally put a couple typos in here, which is why that was, like, like that. But anyway. Yeah, so it's an interesting one, because it's not like, it's a child talking about the relationship, so, uh, it's not a hard one, but it, It's a hard situation to be in because this, before, I mean, the reason why I picked this one is because, I don't know if you saw, I don't know if you guys follow celebrities or anything, but there's this guy called Scott Disick who, if you know the Kardashian family, which I'm sure you do, one of the sisters was in an on-again, off-again relationship with this guy for like, I want to say like six, seven years, and they have like, I think three, four kids together, something like that and he's, like, in his 40s, they're both, like, about the same age, but he, you know, they're not together anymore, obviously, but they're co-parenting, but he started dating, um, I don't know if you guys, you know, Lionel Richie, who was such a good singer, but his daughter, he started dating his daughter, who was only, like, 19 at the time, it was kind of, like, a big age difference, but, you know, teach his own, um, and they recently broke up after a couple years of dating, because supposedly, she had given him an ultimatum of, you know, you choose me, or you choose, like, a co-parenting relationship with your ex-girlfriend, ex, you know, ex, yeah, ex, and he said, of course, I'm gonna choose my kids over you, like, what, and so that's why they broke up, because she felt, like, neglected or whatever, so navigating a relationship with kids is really tricky, because, you know, when you're with someone, you want them to be your person, you want, them to be your like they're focused on you and you're their number one and then everything else is is behind that but when you have kids especially kids that are not your own it's hard because the kids always come first no matter what or at least they should um I mean and so going into relationship with someone who has kids is is something that needs to be done in a manner where you still feel like the relationship is being strengthened and is being fueled and fed into and nurtured but you don't want to be a hindrance to the person you're with and their kids um like you don't want to be selfish and saying it, it, it's a hard thing to say because you don't want to be selfish and be like i want i need more time but at the same time a relationship needs time to grow but with kids you're always going to be second and that's the hard thing especially when they aren't yours so in this case though the reason why I have a problem with this, with the dad in this situation, is because the dad noticed it, I mean, when I first read this, like, before I got to that part, I was like, oh, like, maybe she's just, like, you know, maybe she's nice to her, but, like, just doesn't really engage in conversation with her, which isn't, like, it's not the worst thing, I mean, there's people where I'm like, oh, like, haha, like, I, I don't, I don't try to make conversation, but I'm very cordial, like, I'm nice to them, I have like everyone has that, it's probably like acquaintances, kind of, relationship so that maybe it's like that and like that's fine I mean if you're a teenager I mean if you're a teenager at that point you're old enough to be able to you know not need to rely on a parent fully or like you know the girlfriend like you're you're not being brought up by them so it's a little different than if you were probably like six or I mean four or five or six or something like that but the fact that the dad noticed that the girlfriend was being cold towards his daughter, I mean, that that means that it was probably pretty bad. Like, either, you know, she was trying- the daughter was trying to talk to her and she didn't answer or, like, didn't ever make an effort to reach out about something or, you know, you know, something like that. But my problem is that the dad still stayed with her, even after all of that. I mean, again, your kids should be number one. You, your kids were in her life before this girl was. This girl came in, what, five years ago? That's nothing compared to your kids. I mean, the fact that he stayed with her and even talked to her about her, quote-unquote, but didn't, and then, you know, obviously nothing changed. And... Uh, yeah, I just, the, the dad's lack of judgment here is is just astonishing, to be honest with you, because, you know, she's not only being... First of all, I mean, this person's been with her five years, which is a long time. It, it is a long time. And I would just said it's like nothing. I mean, it's like your, your girlfriend is nothing compared to your kids. But five years is a long time, so especially if it's in her teens. I mean, those are kind of like transformative years, I want to say, in a person's life, like childhood to the teenage and, and becoming more of an adult. But I mean, she's not only... I mean, being having a bad relationship with your dad's girlfriend who really has no blood relation to you that's one thing but being I want to say I don't want to say like mentally abused or emotionally abused um because I don't know the situation and I want to take it to that place if it's not there but being neglected by your dad like that because I know she said later her grandma was saying like when when she brings up the situation she pushes her dad away as well I mean, I think it's almost like when she brings up the situation, her dad's pushing her away. I, I don't think she's pushing her dad away. I think the dad is pushing her away because every time she brings it up and his lack of action is just another reminder that the dad is reinforcing the idea that she is not as important as his girlfriend, which is crazy. <sighs> and she gaslighted her, which means that the girlfriend is probably manipulative either consciously or subconsciously, it doesn't matter, I mean, subconsciously, I mean, I think this girl knows what she's doing, to be honest with you, I think she knows what she's doing, um, and even the daughter was like, you need to put your children first, and he agreed and then did nothing about it, so obviously he hasn't, it's, Ugh. I think, you know what I think? I think the dad is living, he wants to keep his perfect bubble going. He has this relationship he's been in with five years. He has his kids who are obeying him and staying out of trouble kind of thing. And whenever she brings this up, it's kind of popping his bubble a little bit. Like, oh, uh, things are not the way they are or the way that they are to me. Um, And so by him just like pushing this down... I think is just allowing him to stay and not, not wanting him to, like, he doesn't want to realize, like, what's actually really happening, but my other thing is, like, the grandmother's even saying that, you know, when I push her away, I also push my dad away, so it's her responsibility to stop complaining and stop acting the way she is, even though she's led, she was literally depressed about it, um, I'm confused what's going on with the, the elders in this family, like, What? and maybe her grandma's saying it to the point where i don't know how old this girl is really but like you know it's you're like you'll be go- like you'll be in college in a couple of years and this will all be over i mean no it's not because the trauma of whatever this dad like hurting his child i mean that doesn't really go away does it you're always going to remember and and him he's just choosing his girlfriend over and over again over her over his child, and the well-being of his child, too, this girl says she's depressed and breaking down, and he's doing nothing, nothing about it, I mean, it's crazy, it's absolutely crazy, and I don't know if, I don't know if the girlfriend in the beginning, I mean, it said she started off, like, nice, and, um, which obviously probably was just for show to get in good with the dad. But I mean, maybe the girlfriend in the beginning was like a sense of stability in terms of like having, you know, I don't even know, like stability in terms of providing maybe a more emotional support to the dad. And so the grandmother, which could be maternal or paternal, I'm going to assume it's paternal just just for the sake of the situation, I think it is, it saw that her son was doing a lot better in terms of emotional stability and was like, and the daughter is trying to ruin that because in her eyes, right, her son is more important than her granddaughter. I don't know. It's all very nuanced. It's a nuanced situation. It's like one that, you, I mean, you. the thing is, the girl has, like, you've tried talking to him and he still won't answer. So my my advice would be, I think you need to talk to the girlfriend, because it seems like, if I'm not mistaken, um, you know, she also tampered with her stuff about that, too. I don't think you've- you've talked to the dad, but you have talked to the girlfriend. I think, honestly, right now, talk to- like, you need to just, you know, confront her about everything that's going on. I'm also not a big confrontation person. I hate confrontation, so- if it's easier, like, writing an open letter, honestly, or writing a text or something, or giving her- honestly, I think a letter might be better, because if her dad sees that you've given her a letter, he'll, like, it's better than her getting a text and not replying to it kind of thing. Or maybe being like, um, I don't want to go out to lunch with her, because that just seems like not a fun time. I think just honestly, talking to her directly, like, do you have a problem with me? Like, I'm sorry if I did anything to hurt you, but- it's not like cool what you've been doing to my stuff or I'm I, like if there's anything I've been doing it's my it's like my bad but also what are you doing like please like haven't done anything to you and the thing is you guys don't have to be friends you don't have to be family but being cordial is probably the most important thing um but yeah this is that was a crazy one to be honest with you it's such a hard one because I feel like always family conflicts are the most troubling because with a romantic part with like a romantic person or like with a boyfriend or girlfriend like they're not your blood relative like you know what I'm saying you they they can go they can come and go you know you can I think with family though like they're all you have at the end of the day that's how you were brought up um maybe this is from a very like privileged standpoint but like I mean that's where you were brought up that's you know that's who you come home to at the end of the day that's the blood that you share with them you share half your parents dna right that's how it works half from the mother half from the father that's how it works right you share their dna whatever you share their blood you share their dna that's how you were brought up and whether it was good or bad i mean i mean that's that's where you're from um so family dynamics are always really hard to navigate yeah, cause there's no way out. That that I think that's the thing. Like, there's no way out. Like, they're all you have at the end of the day. With a with a boyfriend or girlfriend, like they can leave and you can get a new one. Um, it's a very uh, what's the word? Pessimistic way of looking at it. But I think you guys you you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is a hard one. Let me know what you guys think. Yeah. Well. Wow. All right, guys. You know what time it is. This is the part of the podcast where I shout out an organization who's doing some great work, um, and, you know, just put some good back into the world. Um, today's organization, I've definitely mentioned them before, I think, is UNICEF. Um, UNICEF is a, uh, organization that focuses on child relief, I guess you could say. They believe that every child has the right to grow up in a, an inclusive and, um, safe environment, whether that be because of poverty, hunger, Um, family conflict, um, you know, environmental issues, inequality, things like that, so they're doing some great work um, in over, I think, uh, over 150 countries, so, I mean, and they've also helped to reduce child mortality, which is great, so they're a really great organization to check out, whether you can donate or even just educate yourself, which is always valuable, Um, but yeah, Having said that, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Whoop, I just touched my mic. Hope that wasn't too loud. Um, I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, I really miss I miss all of this. So thanks for sticking with me. Um, and I can't wait to see you guys soon. Hope you have a great week. Bye.